Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to group chat with the Relay crew. Uh, Laura Thweet here with Matt, Marcus, Lindsay, Tommy, and Peter. Um, I'm going to get things uh, started today, and I feel like a good place to start is how about them buffs? <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. It's prime time, baby. <laughs> Wait, did, did y'all win? We won. We crushed Nebraska. Um, yep, crushed those Cornhuskers. I don't even know what that is. Um, but it doesn't matter because we won. Uh, I think it was like 35 to 7. So uh, normally it's like the opposite for us. So to be, we, we already have a winning season. We've already like outdone ourselves from last year. So for those of you listening <laughs> from around 41. the world, this is a uh, football fan in Boulder, Colorado <laughs> that just woke up after a decade and is like, holy moly, we are good. Um, wait, wait, yeah. Win. I forgot what it was like, you guys. I forgot. And um, you guys. And Saturday, I remembered. Isn't um your quarterback Dion Sanders' son? Is yes. that yeah? Okay, see, I know a little Heisman football baseball. knowledge. Yeah. Look at Lindsay. Okay, Lindsay. Welcome to group chat. This is like loose <laughs> topics. <laughs> um, but Laura, I saw a picture of you so at on. the game. Do you normally go to home games? I usually go to like one a year. Um, I did not go last year because it was a dark time for us so i felt like it was better for me to just like watch it on tv so when it was getting like you know kind of ugly you're like okay gonna like switch the channel um but yes after uh what we did to tcu um i was like i'm going to the nebraska game so i paid way too much for a ticket but it was worth every penny uh stayed all the way through the fourth quarter which i'm not known to do um especially after a long run i did like a 17 mile like workout like and then i went straight to the game wait did you rush the field i rushed the field it was so awesome i have never rushed the field before you were bearing um, the lead like you're like reporting live from <laughs> the field oh what i forget the name of the field <laughs> I get... field. oh man i'm picturing you like uh giving a big hug to your buffalo uh, mascot. I was, I don't like, I don't even, I was like, what do you do when you rush the field? So I like ran down the ramp and then you just like high five people and you're like jumping around and then you're like, okay, we did it. I guess that's it. Um, but it was awesome. I lived my best life. I felt like I was 22 again until I got home and I was so unwell after just like going hard for like seven hours. Um, I went to bed at like seven 30. So I was like, nope, you are still in your mid thirties. Um, but <laughs> it was awesome. So I've been kind I of wondering out. It was all fun. of my, uh, I know a lot of people in Boulder that are just wonderful people. They're really into running. I think they're like, I don't live in Boulder, but I think of it as a, it's close to my heart and all these wonderful people. I'm like, what's it going to be like when they all become obnoxious Buffalo fans? <laughs> And now we're, we're getting to, to witness it. <laughs> I kicked off our episode today with that. So it's only going to get worse, guys. <laughs> there you go. We'll like Deion Sanders updates every Monday on crew chat. As long as Buffalo keeps winning, right? Next, as long as the Buffalo's keep winning. Next week, Colorado State. Come, you know, it's like got a, got a little inter, inter, uh, interstate rivalry going on. So who knows? Actually, you guys are getting um, both ESPN and Fox are doing their live shows before that game we're like the story in college football right now um and it's just like i've never known this life you guys like this is we're ranked we're 18th what's up so um good stuff really excited marcus is uh, not with please is that it are we, done? are we done that, that, was, that was the highlight of the weekend we we, we we done now i don't know what else there is to talk about <laughs> this has been like a complete education to me though because i thought we said buffs i thought you meant those things that you wear when you go running in your cold oh marcus <laughs> no <laughs> and then it, then it clicked as like afterwards like, okay i okay. get it Why so wait hold on though. you said they played the nebraska corn huskers what what the corn huskers yeah we you said they played yeah. the corn and you said you don't know what Cornhuskers were. So I'm just imagining, like, is was there a job at one point for like in American society where like someone was paid husk just corn? to husk corn? Like that was their thing, like their claim to fame. Like there was like shoemakers, you know. I would yes. Matt, do you have anything to say about that? Do you have anything? I don't know, but if but if but if if that was the thing, thing, and they were like naming mascots out of old timey jobs, I definitely would have yeah, run for yeah. a team called the Cobblers. Because that would have been perfect for my speed. Oh. The Cobblers. Uh, well, no, I mean, the Cobblers would be a great name, though. 
I like that better than the Hornhuskers, I think. Hot take. <laughs> How is that not a mascot well, that take. we know about? Huh. That'd be good. Cobblers? I mean, there's got to be a mess. There's got to be a Cobblers out there. There's a, I think that it's a community college in Scottsdale, but their mascot is an asparagus. <laughs> she no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> or no, sorry, it's an artichoke. Or the Why artichoke. do you know this? Like, did you apply for a coaching job? I don't, like, what's going on? Dude, no, she applied for the mascot job. <laughs> and I didn't get it. I wanted to be a fighting artichoke, but I didn't get it. <laughs> Wait, they don't call them fight. They don't fight. They don't call are you sure it's not like aardvark no, or something sure like that? And you just like, heard it wrong? I'm like 90, like 6% sure that this is a real thing. Yeah. 96 is really rough though. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, You guys are making like me doubt myself, but no, I'm pretty me. sure that's real. Um, so okay. we can't all have running buffaloes, you know, not everyone can have that. So. Got it. All right. Got it. Somebody all kick right. off to the fifth Avenue mile. Cause well, I uh, ate. Man, was it fast? Hold on a second. Hold on. I, ha I have to interrupt. I have to. I have to interrupt because yes, Scottsdale Community College. They are not just the artichoke carts. They are literally the fighting artichokes. I told you guys. See, it's <laughs> and the mascot's no name is Artie the artichoke. Oh. Original. Can you can somebody pop up a picture? I mean, of this, this is artichoke. incredible. So I mean, have you? Do you guys like artichokes? Yeah, it's been dip. Isn't is it? I like artichoke, artichoke dip. dip. Artichoke no. dip. Like yeah, I mean that's not the same yeah. thing as like I'm artichokes. Solid. I'm I thought like artich artichoke on pizza, like a like a white sauce pizza. I think that's mm -hmm. good. Yep, yep. No. Uh, okay. What okay. do you put artichokes on? You yeah. eat them. Well, I mean, I mean, no, like I would never just eat an artichoke. Okay, well, no, yes. Okay, <laughs> so can we talk about this, Peter? So, Peter, so for the the first time, like I've had artichokes like on pizza, like sliced or whatever, like on, in like salads, right. stuff like that, right? And then this is not a name drop. But it is. So I went to, I, <laughs> I had dear, dinner at uh, Kira D'Amato's house, right? And she's like, have you ever had artichokes? I'm like, yeah, of course. And I'm thinking like how we've all just said. And then she pulls out a steamed, it's like they steam the artichokes and then they peel off the outside and eat this little tiny, tiny sliver yeah. of like yeah. artichoke and dip it in butter and all this. It was the strangest little thing. And then you, yeah. like, you do your it with your teeth and you're it's like, this is one of my wife's really favorite foods. This is uh, for sure. I've never eaten an artichoke like that. It's going to be the most controversial wait, wait, episode of like group chat ever because we're going to, we're niching down deeply. Well, does she eat it like, does she eat it like that? Matt? The Matt, does she eat it like the? She like does. The, she you know, it basically it's like the the vegetable version of eating a lobster. It's like a whole lot of work with not a lot of. But it's a butter conduit. Well, yeah, crab, crab legs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I just like like, like pancakes are just a delivery system for syrup. This is just a delivery system for butter. But it's such a small delivery. And what I'm gonna say though, and what I'm gonna say though is to you, I'm just I'm speaking for everyone, <laughs> in in one category, no black people do that at all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying. There's no black person that takes a piece of artichokes and dips it in butter. And different foods, different folks. I'm yeah. just saying. Wait, Marcus. Marcus is black. Do you do that, Marcus? I didn't get that memo. I mean, they don't even have artichokes. I mean, yeah, in, in, there's a committee for black there. people that we all communicate together. <laughs> and yeah, Tommy got the final authority I, to confirm that. I didn't get that memo today. <laughs> well, okay. Well, confirm. Yeah, just confirm I'll, I'll if I'm telling the truth now. Whether you got the memo or not. I'll come back to you. I'm sick. Whoa. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me with the the team and get back to My problem with the artichoke <laughs> is that it's too much work. There's too much work involved for too little that you're getting out of the deal. I mean, it's like at least crab legs. Yeah, you know, the, meat. you know the expression: the juice isn't worth the squeeze. You need to start using like the artichoke isn't worth the butter. And I don't even be know like, how to cut an artichoke. I don't even know. You hand me an artichoke, I would not know what to do with it. It's because you don't cut it. But you that's throw fun. it in the trash. Peter, you <laughs> Same with eggplant. I'm like, what is this? What no. is this? I don't know. Bridge how to too know. far. <laughs> too far. Hey, too far. your anti-veggie static uh, stance is not going to stand here. Um, I mean, I'm a huge vegetable person, but like, those I are need a vegetable vegetables. that I know what to do with. Wait, can I do a hard can I do a hard pivot to um, the abusive relationship that we have with running? Um, this yesterday I woke up. It was where's the, where's the it was. Right a, this, I'm trying to get where's back the to the topic at hand, which is the fact okay. that I was, I tried to start it. I woke up, made pancakes, sat down with my son, and was excited to watch the Fifth Avenue Mile and dial up NBC. And the intro screen is for for the Premier League. 
And my thought was, yeah, like I, I get it. Like it, the, the dialogue box says that the fifth Avenue mile is going to be on, but I bet we got bumped for soccer. Like I, I just bet it's not going to happen. And so for like nine minutes, I'm like, this is our life, you know? And I was just feeling worse and worse about herself. And then like at the 10th minute, Kara cuts in and they're like, sorry about the technical difficulties. There were, uh, you know, thunder and lightning and storms. But I had fully accepted that like mm -hmm. our one of our premier events annually was just going to be pushed aside because they wanted to like show a random soccer documentary. Instead, oh. the Europeans came here and just rolled. They did. <laughs> Matt, Matt yeah. was so excited. I could see in his eyes how excited he was for that transition. No, that's a transition right there. Are you a commentator for NBC, Matt? Not yet. Maybe. Well, according according to all of my uh, rambling runner reviews, I trip over my own words way too much when I get excited. So I got I got to <laughs> dial it back in. Um, but I'll tell you what. I, I I love that race, and I just love like atypical racing like courses, not atypical racing distances, which we can talk about later, but atypical racing courses like that. Like, I just think that is awesome. I love that they, they do that. Not only that they do it, that it's like this high profile thing. Like, I just think that we should do more of this. And I, I, this is a little bit of a tangent. Like, I think this should be like Strava's like next big thing. Like, like they have these Strava segments all over the world. Like take the most interesting ones and make them like these huge competitions, exactly like Fifth Avenue Mile does. Like you have like the like the, the heated system, you have like the pros, and then you have like the, they do the media mile, then they do all the age groups and different or whatever. How they segment, it's a whole day. You could be do this at like the most popular Strava segments all over the world. Strava can have this whole series and it would be awesome. Like I just love this idea. Well, I mean, I, 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 I'll let Strava know. Um, As a Strava VIP. <laughs> that you, that you, no, you did I go to Strava camp. Great idea. I you, love, you know the camp counselors. You can love, let them know what's going I know, on. I know all the counselors. I got the I got the inside scoop. But yeah, no, I loved. I tapped into one of the apps on my phone and watched. Uh, I had to go back and not watch Instagram for a little bit to see who won, so I could like see it fresh from my own eyes. And I watched it. I think it's great. It's so exciting to see some people run that fast down the street um, for the win. Laura, have you done the Fifth Avenue mile or a mile like that? Well, um, yes, I have done a road mile. I've done a few, but <laughs> I've always wanted to do Fifth Ave. Um, and so like three years ago, I asked Sam Grotewald, like the elite like coordinator for New York Roadrunners, if I could do Fifth Ave. And he like kind of laughed at me. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, like, what do I have to do to run Fifth Ave? And he told me that if I did the marathon, he would build Fifth Ave into my contract. Uh, is like someone who did like Fifth Ave and then like returned to do the marathon. And then he said, but also, Laura, you're going to have to do, you're going to have to prove to me that you can run sub 425 in the mile and I'll let you in the elite field. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My road PR is 436. So I was like, oh, I don't know. It's a chunk of time I'm going to have to take off. So I've never done it, but I've always wanted to because I love watching it and it looks so fun. And like so many people are ending these like huge seasons there. And then it's like a party. And I love New York. It's like one of my favorite places to race. So I really tried, but Sam was kind of like, uh, you can do this. I'll let you in. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. I can't tell if it looks fun or not because a mile already feels like oh. forever, right? Because you're redlining well, and you're like, this is a great line. That's like, what it, but I feel like that's harder. Feels, right. It's, it's like so it, there, there's nothing to like judge your effort by. No. Like you're just looking at this finish line that never seems to be getting there. It reminds me of all these people who do like Kona and they like, they talk about how like they're swimming towards like, like the Budweiser, like, uh, you know, like, you know, whatever thing, the thing that, that goes in the water, the thing that floats. Buoy? Yeah, the buoy. Buoy? The boat is a buoy. But like, but like, every time they look up, they're, no, they're never any closer. Like, they're just never there. They're never getting there. Well, and I feel I like this the, is like the same thing. I did the U.S. like road mile champs when it was in Minnesota, when it was in Minneapolis. And again, it was just like a straight line. And I remember when I was like previewing the course, someone was like, yeah, that target, that's halfway. And I was like, what? okay so i remember like getting in the race and then like just i was like just get to the target like with the group and then just hang on but yeah it's so weird uh but so fun at the same time it's I just found a different way to the camera angle to be like really impressive because i realized in track and field they cut and cut and cut and they zoom in and they zoom out and so to have that constant camera i don't know about you all i was watching and i'm like uh 
Gemma Riki's stride is going to be a real issue for these other women. Like, because they're all just like running so hard and you can just tell like their cadence. And Gemma's like, bump, bump, bump. And I'm like, oh dear. And then sure enough, I mean, I'm able to say this on Monday because it turned out to be correct. She just, you know, flew away off the front looking like superior. And you're like, but it, to watch it develop was pretty exciting. And to watch Elle St. Pierre uh, run 4.23, seven months after, after giving birth, I couldn't believe it. I was floored with that result. <laughs> like, incredible. Amazing. That's so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, wow. Wow. Her yeah, life it's, it's... in general and like, I like her living on, she's, does she live on a farm? Like her life in general, I'm like, whoa, what? This is crazy. Yeah, on a dairy farm. Like her family owns like dairy farms, I believe. She's um, running on that dairy farm. She's strong. Yeah, she's very strong. I mean, that... she is so explosive. Yeah, I saw yeah, her in a, in a track meet really, really close to me, like in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, like this random track meet that ended up having like these unbelievably good runners at it. It's like this like little high school out of nowhere, and that she was one of the people there. And just seeing her person was like shocking. There's there's some really good runners there. Like Livia Baker was there. I think Dana Giordano might have been there, and it, like she was just different. She was just different than other people in terms of like how she would just explode down the track. Um, you know what the kids call that now? I'm built different. Do you know? Do you know that's a built thing different. now? Do you guys know Excuse that? Me. I can't Excuse me, Your Honor. Excuse me, Your Honor. My client is simply <laughs> built different. Yesterday, my two kids, one of them was railing on the other about who scored more soccer goals at their games, and I'm he, go, yeah, he goes, "I'm just built different." And I looked at him I'm different. and he was like, it's not a slam. It's just true. And I'm like, okay. That's, I, that's, that's, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a slam. It's just, it's not a slam, but it's more like a, I'm yeah, just better than you, you know? Different. So basically, is this going to turn into like a, I'm just going to tell you guys what the new lingo is every, every week because there's always something. No, I think, I think Laura's going to be on it because she's going to be like rehashing the Deion Sanders press conference, the start of every group chat. It's also you the high school. Do you believe? Do you believe I, now? Do you I believe do, now? I believe <laughs> last week and I believe even more now. So yeah, that's what I'm going to bring to the group from now on. I'll, uh, I'll give you like the spark notes of those press conferences. I've been trying to work in the lingo that you gave us from your high school kids a, a couple months ago. It, it, it's not going well. Like this group yeah, chat, no. chat eats. Like, no. Peter, okay, almost did it. So close. Wait, does eats mean like this is sick? Wow. Like this is cool? Yeah, it means like cool. Like, oh, that, that, those shoes eat. Like no. that's what my kid said to me. And I was like, I don't even know what that uh, means. Tommy, Tommy, like Tommy can you dive wait, in wait, here? Wait, I can see old, you're, you're cringing. Wait, 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 wait. How old, how old are, how old are the kids? They're like high school kids. Here? They're like 16. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not, that one, that way doesn't settle. Like if somebody ate like, like uh yeah, like Jakob Ingebrigtsen eight in the in the uh, in the two thousand. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody has a good game, somebody does well, they ate, you know? That makes more sense to me. As yeah. opposed to ate it. Cause like, if you ate it, then you'd be going face first in the dirt. Yeah, you just say eat. Yeah, you don't wanna you eat don't you wanna, don't wanna <laughs> you know, you wanna eat it. You just But like like Marcus ate in the half marathon, you know? I got it. You got a PR. You had a good race. You ate. I ate today. Okay, I get it. Marcus, you need to help us with the lingo from across the pond. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't because I'm watching. I'm watching Top Boy right now, bro. Season three, and I'm having the best time of my life. I'm gonna be next call. I'm gonna have it all down pat, bro. Trust me. I look forward to that. We're gonna do this. We're definitely gonna do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I think we need like one of your students on just to like do do in context and when we do it this sounds wrong it's like i ate today it's like (laughs) wrong am i doing it right is that what they say i did like 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 tony reality on pardon the pardon the interruption he comes in like after the show he's like here are the nine things you guys got wrong (laughs) exactly i did kind of that's the other one the what gas like oh that was so gas am i or that's gas something is that like that like, yeah what does that mean though it's I like think that's it hot cool. but it's even more yeah. of a derivative that's dope i've never heard of gas before but i could see yeah. how you could throw it in there oh that's yeah. gas Thomas a natural you just like roll like just that's how it's yeah that's how you're supposed to do it well i mean yeah you know 
Tommy's just built different. He can do it. He's built different. We got Tommy. I'm the spokesperson. All right. Um, I was going to segue here because I think I ate today on the treadmill. I had a good workout. And Matt called me. If you just, if you just, if you just said, let's set it left. That's much too literal. If you, if you just like, you, you just went like to like, you separated the words too much. You got to kind of let it flow. Workout, Let's try it I one ate, more time. Like, what am I saying? An artichoke. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is the hardest I've worked in a very, very long time. Okay. So to me, it felt like I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay ate. Right? Is that how you do it? Lindsay, Lindsay I have a reason that I'm saying that though. Because Boston okay. registration, I it opened up today, did it not? You know, you so know what time yes, it is. Yes, it did. I actually <laughs> don't though, because I am the person that forgets. Like last year, I was like, oh, I could have registered and I didn't. So I'm that's not me. But I did pay attention to last oh. week. I saw people talking about, it and I was like, I actually have a qualifying time. Maybe I'll register this year. So I'm curious who here is running. I feel like Tommy and Peter are for sure going to raise their hands. I'm gonna run, and Marcus, because this was a big Monday for you. It's, yeah, I'm it's a big deal. My buddy texted okay. me right. from London, or from Europe, and said, "Are you running?" And I sent him the broke back emoji of like, "I wish I could quit you." Um, I just, <laughs> I just don't know how to like not sign up on this Monday. This is like our. So is own... this okay? Is this the only day? Honestly, I wasn't like, going to. No, it's all I, week. Do I have to decide by the end of the day to sign up? End of the week. End of the week. Is, Somebody's gonna have to remind me because I'll forget. Well, so you could eat, this is part of the today, it's part of the test. Tomorrow. It's a, it's oh. a there's right. many steps in this getting to the finish line thing. One of them is <laughs> registering for the race. How bad do you okay. want to win? Yeah, that's the problem. That that's is the, the problem. problem. <laughs> I think Lindsay's gonna eat today and then realize she's built different on Wednesday, <laughs> and then by Friday <laughs> she signed up. Although oh. I got, they've introduced. You know, you can buy insurance for anything, but they've introduced insurance, like cancellation insurance, which just seems like Sovereign. it's own, you know, it's its own economic thing on top of it. But the definitions of what you could uh, cancel for seem ripe for like ambiguity. And I don't think you need a doctor's note from an official doctor. It's like if you have a breakdown, there's like a little image of a car with a flat tire. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, marathoners could come up with like any number of reasons like, oh, I just, I, yeah, I couldn't make it to that starting line. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't eat yeah. on my workout today. So Seriously. I'm Yo, you bonked in January, like well, drop out. We'll have so. to figure out who's running. I think so. I'm so Lindsay. Do you just not like running Boston, or are you just like laissez faire about all race registrations? Oh, I'm laissez faire about everything in general with this kind of stuff, but I just like, I mean, do I want to run a marathon? Like, do I the last marathon I ran was New York 2022, so it'll be a year this fall, and you know, I had a big surgery and stuff, so I'm just like, and you know, my kids are in a season where life is really, really freaking crazy right now so i'm like do i want to put a marathon on my plate i don't know but i figured out it will be in you Boston. can escape your kids for four days <laughs> that is true she but did I that already like, though without the race without the running <laughs> yeah i can, i will go to boston probably either way i'll try to put something in there for work but um i'm like well if i'm there maybe i maybe i should run it because like when i run new york in the fall i ended up running at 337 which isn't that fast but it's Fast enough. If you're 40 and you're a female, <laughs> well, in New York too, Lynn. It's not an easy course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was pretty miserable, but I didn't even realize that that was a qualifying time when I ran. I was just like, okay, I was trying to get as close to 3:30 as I could. Once I realized it was so hot and I felt so bad, but um, then I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be 40. This is I I just had to do under 3:40. So um, I thought maybe I'll just sign up because I can, and then see what happens with life. Were you going to say something, Tommy? You were raising your hand. Yeah. Um, just one of those, when we were talking about slang earlier and things like that and all the stuff the cool kids say, I had to, uh, just want to let you know, I had to Google laissez-faire, you know, just oh, let no. you know, you did can I, continue. But what, but did, I, did I use, because I'm also known for. No, I just didn't know. I just didn't know what it meant. It's just like to be honest. Right? I, I like, mean, I've like, heard yeah, it. Whatever. In... Yeah, with that, well, okay, I'm just but, known for yeah, using the wrong words in places. So I. 
No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I want to adopt that. I'm gonna I throw that do. in there right after. I, I hope leave. you do. <laughs> I love when people use the yeah. wrong phrase by accident, but you can tell they've been doing it forever. My wife is the queen at this, and I, I can't get enough of it. Like she'll say, like, what? All example. right, she'll be like, say you're trying to decide whether you're gonna do something or not. She'll say, like, I'm not sure if that's worth my wild. <laughs> She's wild. Wait, wild. That one really hits you at the end. So close. Like wild. So close. <laughs> Just lose the D. So close. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm just, down with that phrase, but yeah, pretty much. Like this word sounds right, but I don't know if it is. So I'm just gonna try and see what the person's face does when I say it. No, I felt like you used that. I mean, it sounded. I, I felt good, good about that that yeah, word at that point. But um, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Maybe I'll hire it. Peter to coach me if I do it. That would be fun. Add to your coaching roster. That would be fun. Although people write me from around the world and they're like, you know, I love your fire, but I'm having trouble like making time for running with the four boys that I have at home. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, that might, <laughs> hold on. It might not be on to like train 10 hours a week if you're keeping four little humans alive. I mean, I'm not here to rain on anyone's parade. Rain on anyone's uh, discotheque. I don't know. We'll just mix mix these metaphors. Oh, please cut. Don't do that again. <laughs> well, you already, you already, you already... You really, you really, you really made it worth my while when you when you said people message me from all around the world. I love that subtle drop. I was like, nice. He said they write to me. They get their calls out and their their pens. It's just called the internet, Tommy. I'm on it. I, uh, it they might be down the street, but I, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, they might be on Jupiter too. That's you never true. know, bro. All of the I got followers. Um, I just want to see the screenshots of your email with, with these subject lines of I like Peter's fire, just showing up the subject line email over and over again. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to segue laissez-faire to the French because evidently there's only two places people run 20Ks, New Haven, Connecticut, and Paris, France. So before we got on the call, Laura and I were talking about just like how what what is what is the 20k like again i love the fact that the 20k is new haven is close to me i think it's a cool race people really get into it i'm all for it but like and half marathon is 21k <laughs> that extra so, k though, i'm telling you it ruins it <laughs> also we're not exactly in the kilometer hotbed of the world right we have notoriously been pushing against the metric system for decades now but for some reason, from a running perspective, we feel the need to embrace the metric system with this fervor that is not really matched in the rest of American society to the point where even that weekend, we had the Great North Run happening in the UK, which is a half marathon compared to we're rocking the 20K here in New England. And it's just, it's just not working for me. So I feel like we need to maybe go away from the metric system of some of these things. Maybe go with the, the, the round numbers and the marathon, the slash, the half marathon, the 10 mile instead of the 15K, and just maybe systematize a little bit more. Instead of having a half marathon champs and a 20K champs, that just seems to be not quite on par with what we should be doing. And, and the fact that if you look up the best 20K times or just like the most popular 20K races, again, you're going to see Paris, France, Paris, France, Paris, France, Paris, France, and New Haven. Like, it just doesn't quite click. See, well, I like it, though, because I feel like those are always great races when you just don't, like, have a lot of expectation, depending on, like, where you're at. Because you're like, okay, I'm going to run a 15K. No one knows what that time means. Like, yeah, I guess place-wise, but, like, time-wise, you're like, what does, like, 52 minute, minutes mean for a 15? You know, like, I just feel like sometimes I think of it that way, where, like, when it I'm means running, you're a world record holder if you're running 52. <laughs> well, maybe I'm going to, Matt. I, know. <laughs> I was going to say it gives more people the opportunity yeah. to put U.S. champ on their bio. Yep. I'm all for that. Yeah, I mean, that's always records, cool. You know? you know what I mean? Like, uh, because how many people run the 20K champs? I know Emily Sisson ran, but like. How deep is was that field? It's a, it's it super cool. deep. It's a yeah. great field, but that's the thing. Like, imagine like you could get like what that is inherently like. It just as could be just as popular race as the as the what's it called the Fifth Avenue Mile, right? If they just rebranded it as like like one of the half marathon world like half marathon champs, they come up with like a different name for it. Like anyway, that would be a really big thing. Instead, it's this twenty k. If you're like, what does that mean? I've never run a twenty k in my life. They try to do the math in their head. They can't figure it out. Like, just make it the half marathon. Everyone knows what that means. 
But Laura, if it's on your training schedule, like you're running a fall marathon or something, like you just, you just chalk that up as a half marathon, right? Yeah. Like effort wise, like I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the same race, just minus the K. And yeah. it's nice for me because I'm like, great, like I get more confidence. I'm like, yeah, I ran like 64 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever, you know, like I don't have to like do that. It, you know, it sounds better. So it's the same like effort and it's the same race. You race the 20K the way you would race the half marathon. Yeah. Like just because you're losing that K doesn't like drastically change how you would go about doing that. Uh, but again, like the times are relevant, like doesn't mean anything. You just like get the effort out of it. Well, the times are also irrelevant. I have personally stopped paying attention to that race and I no longer even look at the results because too many years in a row, I would go and look be like, how did my friends do? And then they would all be like, oh, super humid bonk hard oh. very difficult and i'm like yeah it's new haven it's yeah. a 20 it like and it just looks sweltering and so i it's like watching your friend in a bad relationship i'm like i'm not gonna that, that race in falmouth is essentially the same uh, thing from weather perspective yeah so like it's I just brutal K once and it was in 2013 and i have not been back yeah no it's a bad <laughs> idea and so it's like a friend in a bad relationship you're like you can do what you want to do i but i'm not obligated to you know ride along and support you in this. What does this mean for my marathon fitness for the fall? It means nothing. Go back to training. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Off my head. I clearly have some baggage. <laughs> I don't, let's unpack that later. <laughs> Offline. Offline. I don't know how to take it more from that, but I mean, it's going back to your point, Matt, about dis distances. I think if you think about it, they're all kind of arbitrary distances, aren't they? Because you think about the marathon, why is it an extra 385 yards? It's because of you guys. That yeah, point exactly. You guys did that. Yeah. Yeah, we did, the Royal Family did that. So, like, we got used to that. And then, like, what, you know, you can make it round, you can make it old. It's just like, it's just crazy. And then we get used to these, these distances. So, I think we need more Great North runs where you just, like, apparently burn downhill right when you're um, getting fatigued. It sounds like the place, it sounds both like a great crowd and a forgiving course in, a, in the perfect way. I don't know. It's a very busy. It's a very busy course, though. Unless you're oh. like literally at the front, it's literally you're not going to run that fast. It's too oh. busy, too congested. Oh, I was talking to our friend Kara, yeah. and she she seemed to speak highly of it. <laughs> didn't she, 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 win? she won it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't complain about the traffic. Thanks, Kara. Because <laughs> yeah, there was none. <laughs> I mean, the I've, the Great North Run seems to be really cool. Like, I feel like. If, if I was going to like say, like retire or something, I probably would have like the Great North Run be the last mm. run I do. Mm. Why? <laughs> oh, 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 you're segueing. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy with the segue. That was wow. I mean, it was, was so scary. like, if whoever's whoever listening to this, this was like the, this was like the equivalent <laughs> of an alley-oop in basketball to a person that doesn't know that the alley-oop's coming. You know, you just see the ball float out of bounds, you know? Um, yeah, Mo Farah ran the Great North Run, and, now, and he's now retiring. And it's a long time that he's been doing this. Retiring, not just running. He's been doing both for a long time. He's been retiring for a long time, and he's been running for a long time. So he's been retiring for a quarter of the time that he's been running. But when you get paid, running. yeah, I mean, you showing up to an You stretch that retirement out. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, Marcus, 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 give us give us the sense of like the the Mofair retirement. How it was how it was like talked about locally? Uh, I think the nation. I can speak for the United Kingdom here. We are collectively in a state of grief, um, desperation as to like who will be the next savior. 10k and 5k moving forward um yeah no all jokes aside um <laughs> uh, I, I know i know i'm gonna get some heat here from sort of about the mo farah stuff but like he's uh he's had a great career and you know he's done a lot for the sport so um and actually i've got a personal antidote here so i'm gonna do the name drop like tommy did uh earlier um a couple of years ago i met him and i got him to do like a little piece to give his life to my daughter um, and he was the sweetest guy and he gave like some great advice and uh, yeah, I know people can give people a hard time, but he's actually quite a nice guy in real life. Oh, that's nice. Oh man. He also, I, I mean, well, I still get served Now up. I feel like my take is neutered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was no, a great honestly, way to like, win a debate, Marcus. Well, kudos to you. 
you were yeah yeah bringing a kid and everything well the last time um, i went about celebrating so, too hard, like no you're, you're wrong but honestly though is there like are you were kind of joking but like you know you were joking like who's gonna take this for the spot is who's the next like i mean who's the guy like who's the the guy the, was, whatever was, that's was gonna in be downtown manhattan mr Cut. josh kurt mr Cut. yeah you yeah, winner. I don't know. Who knows? Champions winner. They all they all start oh. at the mile, don't they? Everyone just moves up over time. That's true. Yeah. 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 I started at the mile. Look at me now, running marathons. <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> Looking at uh, lady goes to every race and she just eats. <laughs> start at the mile now into football commentary. It's it's a wild world. I mean, it's a raid. It is a wild world. Well, yeah, start starts at the mile and then and then and then crashes the field. I mean, I'll just say it. I'm like after reading Kara's book, especially, I'm like, Meh, I don't, you know, it's hard to get excited about his career. I hate to say that because he's done so much, but I'm also like, I don't know, man. There's it's a shadow just... over it, in my opinion. Now, um, yeah. It but. sucks. That sucks. It really does. I mean, there's there's no one that I like like going on YouTube rabbit holes more from a running perspective than Mo Farah. Like I love watching his track, his his races. I just think they're so. I think he's just the way he runs, the way that he would come from behind, like the kick at the end, like the flare around it. Like I just like I like watching like old Lance Armstrong videos. Like again, I'm aware of like what's entailed in that in that you know viewership but it's like wow that was an incredible like performance you know oh, what i mean but like you can't bring lance in here to us i can't no i can't actually there. because if you if you lance if you, you go into like if you go to like the the interview by usada and you say like no i didn't do anything and then you go out and then your coach is like oh i told him the truth about the stuff we did and then you actually barge back into the reading room that you're in for four hours denying everything you go oh hold on a second guys before you put your binders away i actually remember that one thing that i didn't tell you about even you asked me about asked me about a hundred times you kind of can go down that rabbit hole a little bit but i will say he, he was so much fun to watch and like again that doesn't absolve him of certain things but like it was it was fun being a fan of watching him like at his best, like you know. But it's I, hard to know what we were watching. Like, oh, for sure, for sure. The thing is, though, yeah. like, I'm not justifying it, but it's not been like nothing's come out that's official. And I, but I think there's a lot of people in the UK that probably have the same suspicions that you guys do. But also, you could look at someone like Galen Rupp, and we could sort of say him in the same camp as well. For sure, no question about it. Literally. It was as though. Um, <laughs> two for one. So like, so I have a, I have a thing where like, where I, I have a hard, I have a, I have a, I, I mean, it's easy for me to separate what someone has done for a sport or um, an industry and then also have an opinion on what they did, you know, like that was wrong. Like, so like when I've, I've, I'll watch Mo Farah now and re- super respect what, what he's what he, what he does what he's done out there, even with the suspicion. But still, like I couldn't. I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it makes it right, but I couldn't do that regardless, you know. And I like the way he carried himself and to the public and how he kind of carried the sport on his shoulders at one point and kind of like pushed that that way because he could have just been a different character and then just been the villain for everyone and then did nothing for the sport and just selfishly won and made a bunch of money. But it seemed like he did a lot for the community there and then folks that just like that like him here. But then also it's it is a stain on his on his legacy obviously, but I appreciated like what it meant to me to watch him do his thing as well. And I remember back in the and I remember watching him before I knew before I heard any of the suspicious stuff. Huh. You know like mm-hmm. I was like at that point like it's almost like I can remember like watching Barry Bonds play before like the steroid before the steroid era. Yeah. Like when he was with like the, the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, when he was like the best player in the league before the steroid era. It's like, I remember that cause I'm old enough. This feels you know like, what I mean? a, so it's like, it feels like an episode that's been uh, circling the drain that needs to occur, which is like how each of us ex- exists in this sport as a fan. Laura, I mean, I would, I don't even, can't even, begin to think how it is for you but for us as fans it's like where what mental tools we use to remain fans like how does marcus remain a fan of sprinting from the 90s and aughts um despite (laughs) you know i'm a a fan of a lot of runners throughout history and you try to appreciate 
you have to like set up these little webs of like, well, this based on this and this other thing, because I really still want to be a fan of the sport and I don't want to just walk away. Um, so, and it's a matter of like being a fan of like how they, cause they're also entertainers in, on, to a degree too. Right. Like you've, you, you yeah. know, so like, all right, like how, how Tommy pr- talked about it, like he appreciated the way Mo carried himself like on race day, like on the track. And as like someone in the sport, even if like you segment that from, you know, the, the suspicious side, and like yeah. I completely agree, Tommy. Just like it's like if like sometimes it's the same thing with like music too, right? You might hear like a musician, you're like that person is morally reprehensible, but that song bangs, right? Right. Why are yeah. you talking about R. Kelly I mean, without? Yeah, we saw that. With- R. Kelly. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to say. I was trying not to say his name, but like honestly, like but you, I mean. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. But like, yeah, it, comparing Mo Farah to R. I mean, Kelly, so, I can't believe it. But did you actually like R. Kelly's, Kelly's music? I never said oh, anything about R. Kelly. Okay, what? okay guys, <laughs> guys let's right not. I mean, I'm not defending R. Kelly here. But listen, all right, listen. It's, it, Peter. it's okay, it, you know. It's okay when I when I watch Mo Farah run around the track. I mean, I could just literally step in the name of love. You know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah. <laughs> You like I that? Like it. Tommy, bit. my mind's telling no. me no. Okay. like, I don't know that song. <laughs> but, like, you know, honestly, like, yeah, I, I, I don't think that maybe he should get, like, an award for this, this, and that, like some GOAT award or something that because there's some suspicion there. So, like, maybe there's, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award doesn't come maybe down the road because of some suspicion. Yeah, sure. But I don't, like, I, I, cl- I clap for him. Good job. Great career. You, you, do. you know, I don't. I feel like it's worth geeking out for a moment. Like the, the detailed way he would execute what's called the squeeze, which is like a incrementally increasing acceleration over the final 500 meters was just, it's often lost in the splits. It's like, Oh, he closed in a 53 point. And you're like, yeah, he closed in a 53 point, but like the way that he would control um, is, was so fun to watch. And just like, why aren't they passing him? And they're like, well, they're not passing him because he's incrementally increasing his pace bit by bit by bit and staying in control and staying within himself. Now, it would always like bother me. Like, why does he seem to have the ability to stay in control when he's running that fast? But like, if you can just set it aside and appreciate like, wow, he's just ever so slightly accelerating um, in a way that, you know, was so fun to watch for so many years. Yeah, but do you remember though, the race he had in the Olympics where he fell over? He still got to win. If you could turn around and be like, "Mm, is that something else but at the end of the day i think in the uk he's still got his knighthood he's not been like i'm not defending whatever way not be but he's nothing's been taken away from him so like i think you kind of have to give him a slight benefit of the doubt but at the same time you can't just like like r kelly him at the same time no no i wasn't i wasn't wait can i get can i give an egregious yeah. drop can i can i yeah um, when he was back training on the Nike campus, I once left the gym and he was jogging around the field where they would run endless miles on the soft grass. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to head out and jog on the grass and link up with Sir Mo Farah. So, uh, I, you know, we like sync up our paces and I'm next to him just jogging around the field. And I'm like, can I ask you a question? He's like, Oh, oh sure. I mean, he's just the kindest guy ever. And I'm like, you seem to be very confident in these like 1500 meters and 3000s to go out at the back or like the 5k, you'll just go out at the back and you just let these guys get ahead of you. How do you know how far to let them ahead of you? Like, so they don't get away. And he was like, well, you want to, you want to keep them on the same straightaway. You don't want them going around the bend (laughs) so you can't see them. And I was like, good note. I just picked up within a, eyesight. Yeah, you want to be able to see your competitors. If you lose them in the fog, it might be too far. I was like, I thought you were about to uh, butcher a British accent right there. Oh no, no, I was so hoping that was going to happen. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I've been, I'm, yeah, I've gone down that. I was like staring at Marcus's face, like, what's going to happen right now? He's going to go like all like East End goes like uh, like Mary Poppins. So I was going down the straight, and then I took a left, and I couldn't see them anymore, and they left. <laughs> I, I was what I was imagining in this story was while you're talking, someone watching you two, and it would be like that video of Luis Orta doing the track repeat with Paul Chalimo. You seen these on YouTube? So Luis Orta is he's he's like five two. He runs his tail off. He's so fast. 
but he you can see every ounce of effort he's putting in like there is nothing wasted and paul shalimo is also running and it looks like he's running at like 50k pace and he's like just his legs just, just moving just uh, super smooth so luis like he, like he, he was done with a rep he kind of moves to the side and then paul like puts it like in third gear and just goes just guns like, wow it's like it's like it's like now like a meme of like hey Look at these two runners. You should run like that guy, not like this guy. I'm like, well, they're both professionals. So, like, they're both pretty fast. But, like, and one's an like Olympic medal. Insane comparison. Yeah. I actually commented about that to Luis at Grandma's a few years ago. And he's like, hey, Paul was wearing spikes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you're like, well, <laughs> Luis, you've gotten like almost a million <laughs> views on Instagram due to these like incredible videos of yourself. But yeah, I mean, if you're better, it's fun to be better, I guess. That was the takeaway. Like, if you got that surge up in your pocket, what 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 what's the better like, um, like don't compare us move that oh he was wearing spikes or oh I just haven't done speed work yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just need to know who what other name drops are we gonna have in this call today? Because because right now Matt and Laura and I we we need to drop. Well, some I names. went to the boss game with Emma Coburn. <laughs> there we go. go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't get Laura started. It's just gonna be like. <laughs> I almost dropped that because I saw in the picture she was in the picture, but I was like, I'm not going to name drop for Laura. Well, since we're Wait. all name dropping, I'm going to play. Wait, <laughs> I have a question about Laura. I asked our friend Matt this, but there's been group, there's been discussion in, in Portland. That Matt? Um, oh, no, our, a, another mutual friend, Matt. Um, I'm right here. <laughs> I just, don't talk to him. I just, I have you off the side of the screen. I can't see you. Um, I want to hear him. <laughs> The people in Portland want to hear about Emma Bates's goats because these things, I'm oh not sure God, if you've I seen these the on day. Instagram. They look like the most joyful creatures they in the world. They are hilarious. They're so small. They're like the same size as my dog, who's like 25 pounds. I didn't know that you could get goats that small. They're like little like pygmy goats that she found on Craigslist uh, <laughs> on a farm here in Boulder. <laughs> Um, oh, but yeah. When you say goats, when you say goats, I'm like, oh, Mo <laughs> <Yeah>. Fair. <laughs> Get all circles back. Look at you're crushing the transitions. <laughs> We're gonna transition in reverse. We got to get all the way back to the buffalo somehow. <laughs> well, goats are close. Somehow. I'm gonna get there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they're awesome. They just like follow her around, um, and they're like house trained, and so like she like Wait, brings they're them in into her home. Life. Yeah. Yeah. They're like dogs. Please go She's to like, everyone should go to Emma like, Bates' stories and see these uh, joyful little goats that like sit Ella on your shoulder. Louise, that's their name. <laughs> what is she like drinking goat milk from them and stuff? Oh no, they're. Oh no, I mean oh, they're, they're just like have. I don't think they're like gonna oh. like produce anything. Oh. But she's bottle feeding them still. I think she had oh. to like bottle feed them for like three months. And uh, yeah, their names are Thelma and Louise. And they just like follow her around and like leap off of stuff. And she has this like trail that kind of like circles the perimeter of her home. And they just like go on daily walks together. And Nuka, her dog, is like right. It's like the whole little pack. It's amazing. That just like it's so funny. <laughs> this is like a name drop, but I actually just really wanted to know about her pets. So like I'm glad that you have met these <laughs> joyful creatures. Actually, she yeah. and she just did a podcast with Allie. I think she on did, Friday. She did oh. mom. Yeah, they did a podcast with Ali. Oh, cool. Yeah. So for the for the full goat deep dive. The goat. Yeah, you can also go to that. And listen to that. That is cool. Maybe. Yeah, go, goats are pretty cute. Except they eat like they eat everything, right? Like they just yeah, they will tear the whole thing eat. down. Oh, they eat. yeah. Eventually, I think they will, but they're not on solid food yet. I don't think so. Right. Now, <laughs> it's the dream. You want to know what? Other, you want to know what other? You know, want to know what other goat ate? <laughs> Jim Walmsley. Tommy for the win. Oh my god! You guys, I have a Jim Walmsley interview in the works, so I'm excited nice. about that. Whoa, number two. Ooh. I've Ooh. actually interviewed him twice, but one of the episodes I accidentally lost. So this will be the third time I've interviewed him. I know. Don't just don't talk to me about it. I can't. Oh, you got your name. That's a that's a that's a really good name drop. I mean. So casual. Yeah, I've actually I've actually interviewed him like three times. Lindsay, I, mean, I remember the one first of them interview I you did with him because it was hysterical. The opening, you're like, yeah, my husband says I need to interview Jim Walmsley. I remember the thing you started the interview. I didn't even like know who he was at the time. Um, I love you. Like, I have, you. I have an extra Jim Walmsley interview. Do you want one? I Oh, I dropped it. I just, <laughs> you want one? 
when well because because yeah he might he was like if you want to interview someone who's really like like matters in the ultra world you, you have to interview jim walmsley and i was like oh i do okay i'll try to interview jim walmsley side call before that interview because i have consumed way too many interviews with jim and have a pet peeve around people who don't uh who try to tell the same story that's been told for the last seven years okay and he doesn't want those questions either you know what though on interviews like that though like i wouldn't go there this interview obviously but like the first time you ever interview someone it's like you feel like okay i have to hit all of the basics on this interview like when i interviewed sonia richards ross i was like i have to go over all these like big things that (laughs) (laughs) now she's like one name drop one name drop a person you know with, now she's going back for seconds. With her, I, I was like, Lindsay, hey. <laughs> I have to hit on all these things that, like, you know, it's been, you know, but like, you don't want to be redundant. But if it's the first time you've ever interviewed them, you feel like you have to go there. Do you all get what is I'm this saying? like competitive, Lindsay? Did we stoke a okay, little? We no. got under his skin for the first thirty-five minutes. Yeah, and then, and then she's like, she's like, like Michael Jordan. We know when I when I, he he's done this, but when I interviewed him, he, when I. He was so gracious. He went through the whole North Carolina years again with me. When I had Tom Brady on the show a couple of years ago, you know. <laughs> he told me he swore that he did not take that air out of those footballs. <laughs> All right, guys. I, f- I feel like I'm the worst, but I got I to gotta cut this podcast short because I need to go pick up my son. Oh, sorry. I don't We're like that. So it, just I, don't, your son, your son I don't want it to end on me How's talking about me, though. So can someone else talk about themselves? <laughs> How'd you, well, let's talk about your son real quick. How old is your son, man? He is eight years old. And he gets angry oh, he can if wait. I'm not one of the first people in line. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to be like the last person in line now. But Do like old school. Leave him up there for a couple hours. Hey, buddy. Hey, you're you're okay. You didn't die. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm having anxiety about my name drops. Should we cut that out? No, they were great. They were no, great. They were great. They were great. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Group Chat. We'll be back again on Friday. And if you want to talk about any specific topics on next week's Group Chat, you can always email us at info.relaypodcast at gmail.com.